This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, later on today, many people will be watching the Super Bowl and looking forward to seeing the U.S. ads. But what is happening in the courts when it comes to accessing those ads? Well, Michael Geist is a law professor at the University of Ottawa and joins us on the line. Michael, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. Well, sure. Happy to be here. Uh, What is the process at this point? This is the second year we've been allowed uh, to have the U.S. commercials. Bell Media doesn't like that. They've been fighting it. Where do things stand right now? Well, Bell Media has been sacked repeatedly, to use a a football term. They've they've launched multiple appeals, both in the courts, seeking uh, reviews, and so far they've been unsuccessful. CRTC has stood by their decision. There are a couple of places where they're trying to see if they can, at least for the future, make changes. One is they've asked the CRTC to review their decision again, and CRTC is in the process of doing that. So it wasn't in time for this game, but that may still happen. They've also appealed the decision to the Supreme Court of Canada. They had actually even asked the Supreme Court to grant a stay to essentially order the decision to be put on hold in time for the game. The court refused to do that. In fact, the court hasn't even decided yet if they're willing to hear the case. Um, so the next step will be whether or not the court, Supreme Court will be willing to hear the appeal. If they will, then that will play out over the next year. And it's obviously a revenue issue for Bell Media. They want people to watch the Canadian feed, and they want to make the money on it. Do you think they have a solid case? No, I don't. And I'd start by noting that there still is that Canadian feed. And in fact, the majority of Canadians watched the Canadian feed last year. So that there's still the opportunity if people want to watch the Bell feed with Canadian commercials, they can do that. And in fact, Bell can compete with the U.S. feed. And they're trying to do exactly that with contests and other reasons for people to watch. In some ways, the Super Bowl was always a bit of an outlier. If you think of many of the other major sporting events in Canada, the Stanley Cup or uh, the World Series or even the Olympics that are coming up, we've always actually had access to two feeds, a U.S. feed uh, and a Canadian feed. And so in a sense, the use of the simultaneous substitution for the Super Bowl was, was actually the outlier when it comes to most of the major sporting events. And is it an issue of choice in that people are changing how they view things, what they view, perhaps don't want people telling them you must view this feed? Is it an issue of of choice and things have changed? Well, I think there's at least two elements. Part, I think you're right, is that uh, people do feel that they they ought to have the right to choose and that um, the notion that 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 choice is taken away uh, doesn't sit well with a lot of people. There is, I think, the broader question of the future of this simultaneous substitution policy, of this this approach where Canadian feeds are substituted for the U.S. feeds. Those have certainly generated some revenue for Canadian broadcasters, but I think there's a growing recognition that there's a real cost involved. There's a cost in the sense of you know, almost losing control over the Canadian TV s- schedule, where the Canadian broadcasters become little more than U.S. affiliates driven by the U.S. schedule with little space for Canadian programming or much less decisions about how you want to schedule the programming because you only qualify for the simultaneous substitution if you run the program at the same time as it airs in the United States. And so as we see some of the costs and as consumers and Canadians start accessing these same programs in so many different ways through streaming services or download or recording it through their PVRs, the notion that they watch it at a particular moment in time with a signal blocked is becoming an increasing rarity. So the value of simultaneous substitution is declining. Uh, it has a real cost, and I think part of what the CRTC was getting at was beginning to try to push the industry 
towards taking control of its own signal by creating its own good content as opposed to relying on U.S. content. Which uh, makes total sense. Uh, but at the at the same time, uh, we're seeing this play out uh, in the courts, and clearly this is a fight that's going to continue. Well, I think it will. I mean, from Bell's perspective, they're, they're obviously going to continue to fight uh, because they, it does have some impact in terms of uh, lost advertising revenue. Although in the longer term, one wonders whether it's actually uh, net, po- net, net neutral in the sense that the, co- the amount they'd be willing to spend for Super Bowl rights or NFL rights might well decline to reflect the fact that they can't make quite as much money uh, off broadcasting those games if they don't have simultaneous substitution. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.